Well, and welcome to the podcast. Breakfast on Midlands 183 with thanks to Tillamore Credit Union's current account, tillamorecu.ie. Peter with you, bringing you the best of Breakfast with Peter Dunn on Midlands 103. Every week we release a podcast around Friday at uh, 12 midday, just in time. If you're grabbing a bit of lunch or anything like that, you can pop it on and you get a bit of get a bit of a laugh out of it, have a bit of crack, and uh, or whenever over the weekend, it doesn't matter what you're doing, bring the podcast with you. We'll have a bit of crack along the way, don't worry about that. The most popular podcast on Midlands 103, I just want to, just want to mention that, by the way, you know, if anyone else is listening from Midlands 103, the most popular podcast. And that's all thanks to you, the thousands of you who listen to this podcast each week. You are incredible, incredible people. Thank you so much for keeping this podcast alive because otherwise it's just me talking to myself, you know, and I do that 6.30 to 9, weekday mornings <laughs> on Midlands 103, Monday to Friday. Um, so on the podcast, we have um, Midlands phrases that should be in the dictionary. What words do we use in, in the Midlands or in Ireland that you think should be in the English Dictionary and it's to celebrate World Dictionary Day. Did you hear about the shop with no checkout in Dublin Airport? Yep, there's no checkout. There's uh, You don't bring your purchases up to the counter or whatever. These little cameras follow you around and they calculate your... Uh, purchases. We'll chat about that more in a sec and of course we have bad dad gags we have fantastic facts, we've got celeb gossip and loads loads more. So enough of me talking nonsense, let's get on with this podcast Cameron are you ready for this? I'm so ready people. Good we promised a couple of weeks ago we'd do this. We're going to have a Chuck Norris battle a I'm face off to it. Lovely. So as we know Chuck Norris is the greatest human being who's ever lived. Of course. Slash Strongest human being of who's course. ever lived. Of Cameron, do you have your best Chuck Norris jokes? I do, of course. Cool. I have mine. Let's go head to head. Let's get in as much as we can while the Walker Texas Ranger theme tune plays okay. in the background. Okay. okay, yeah, I'm ready. As soon as this finishes, we have to stop. That's we the have rules, to stop. Okay? You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'll go first. Cameron, did you know when Chuck Norris turned 18, his parents moved out? I didn't know that. <laughs> now you know. Hmm. I've got an origin story for you here, Peter. Okay. Chuck Norris once peed in the fuel tank of a truck as a joke while he was drunk one night. That truck is now Optimus Prime. (laughs) Did you know Chuck Norris can divide by zero? (laughs) Chuck Norris once missed two days of school. Those days are now the weekend. Ah. When people in the Midlands want to talk, they... They shut up and listen to Chuck Norris. <laughs> I was very confused. <laughs> Big shout to Ronan for that. It's oh, a good one. <laughs> Alarm clocks use Chuck Norris to wake up. Ah, did you know Chuck Norris has a bear rogue in his sitting room? The bear is still alive. He's just too scared to move. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, do you know Chuck Norris once won a game of Connect Four in three moves? <laughs> do you know Chuck Norris once made a Happy Meal cry? <laughs> You won't believe who I saw the other day, Peter. Who? Superman. No way. Yeah, he was getting ready for bed and uh, he wears Chuck Norris pajamas. Ah, not surprised. Mm. And actually, you probably noticed that Chuck Norris doesn't wear a watch. I didn't notice that. No. He decides the time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, Peter, Chuck Norris can make sticks by rubbing two fires together? <laughs> Chuck Norris once built Rome in a day. <laughs> 
Peter, do you ever notice that Chuck Norris doesn't have a chin? No. Yeah, yeah. Under his beard, it's just a, another fist with an <laughs> equally powerful beard. <laughs> do you know Chuck Norris actually died five years ago? What? Yeah, but death was too afraid to tell him. <laughs> Do you know Chuck Norris once picked an apple from an orange tree and he made lemonade with it? <laughs> when Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook, he already had a friend request. That request was from Chuck Norris. <laughs> Peter, Chuck Norris is so fast he can run around the world and punch himself in the back of the head. <laughs> Chuck Norris once jumped out of a plane and the parachute didn't open. The following day he got a refund for the parachute. <laughs> Peter, do you know where uh, Chuck Norris had COVID-19 before? No. Yeah, yeah. COVID had to quarantine for a month afterwards. <laughs> Did you know Chuck Norris once convinced his granny he wasn't hungry? <laughs> do you know Chuck Norris called the wrong number once? No. Yeah, no, you just answered the wrong phone. Oh, ah. When the boogeyman goes to sleep, he checks under the bed for Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris once wrestled a bear, an alligator, and a tiger mm. all at once. Do you know how he won? Go for it. He tied them all together with an anaconda. <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't worry about the price of petrol or diesel in the budget. Do you know that? <laughs> His vehicles run on fear. <laughs> Do you know he once got bitten by a, a poisonous snake? No. Yeah, yeah. Ah. And after, after. Go for it. Get it in. Get it after in. After a week of excruciating pain, the snake died. <laughs> We're out oh, of time. Chuck Norris, what a what a brilliant human being. Indeed, the strongest indeed. slash greatest human being of yeah, all time. Indeed. After you, Cameron, obviously. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> In Cameron, 20 years' time, they're going to miss Cameron Clark jokes. Cameron Clark, exactly, yeah. And Chuck Norris will be wearing Cameron Clark pyjamas to bed. Wait, you <laughs> see. <laughs> Get this show in full Monday to Friday from 6.30am to 9 on Midlands 103. Climby Fisher on your feel-good breakfast. This is Peter Dunn. Good morning. Four minutes to eight. Did you hear what happened on the train carrying hundreds of European Parliament elected reps yesterday? Did you hear what happened? They ended up at Disneyland by accident. Yes, by accident. Completely accidentally. So every month the Parliament rents a train specifically for uh, lawmakers and staff to get between Brussels and Strasbourg. But... Politico reported yesterday that uh, the service took a wrong turn and briefly ended up at Disneyland Paris. There you go. A Dutch MEP posted a photo on social media with the caption, Team Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, it happened by accident. Honestly, the train took a wrong turn and we ended up in Disneyland, yeah. Yeah, would you believe that? Actually, look, while we're here, lads, come on, let's go. Yeah! Believe that, you believe that. What words we use in the Midlands do you think should be in the dictionary on National Dictionary Day? Pauline said lug should be in the dictionary. <laughs> A lot of insults coming in here. Um, yeah, lug. Where you lug you, will you? <laughs> Geraldine said ara. She said, I'm from Mayo, but I've been living in Port Leash for 31 years. My husband is born and raised in Port Leash, and he says it after listening to me. Arrow, would you go on? Arrow, yeah, you're right, actually, yeah. Uh, Tomas said, see ya, as in, go. You don't know what you're on about. Tomas said, it's pure Mullingar. And pure should be in it as well. <laughs> pure Mullingar. 
He's pure, uh, he's pure decent. He's pure decent, that man. No radio? It's fine. You can get the full show Monday to Friday from 6.30am to 9 on midlands103.com or you can download the free app from, I don't know, wherever you get your apps, I suppose. The fight keeps going. The battle rumbles on. The fight between Fermoy and the BBC. You heard about this. <laughs> so a local councillor for Fermoy says he plans to contact BBC's Graham Norton show over comments made about the town. Um, so a woman from Scotland was appearing on the big red chair feature and described Fermoy as a horrible town after living there for 20 years. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Um, so local council says he plans to write to the Graham Norton show and invite the host for a visit. I think Graham Norton knows a bit about Cork now, in fairness to him. But um, uh, yeah, so and another <laughs> another crowd who've got involved in this argument are the Fermoy Tidy Towns Committee. Oh, they're not happy. They're not happy people. And you know something? You don't want to make Tidy Towns committees angry. You won't like them when they're angry. Oh, no. <laughs> that could be a new horror movie for Halloween. The attack of the Tidy Towns committee. Just when you thought it was safe. So, basically, don't mess with Tidy Towns people. The best way to wake up. Breakfast with Peter Dunn. Yeah. Gives me in a good mood. On Midlands 103. So Midlands phrases that should be in the dictionary, Cameron. Let's uh, let's give you a few of them. Okay. Uh, Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that I should be in the that, dictionary. Yeah, yeah. yeah A lot of insults coming in. They're brilliant. Ah, uh, you know, you know, us Irish, particularly us Midlands folk, we're yeah. good at the old insults. We're good at insults. Yeah, we we can make them creative. Yeah. Uh, blackguard. Yeah, blackguard. Yeah, little blackguard. I have to say, I don't think I've heard that one. Uh, you see, well, you've obviously not lived enough when you were younger if you weren't uh, called a blackguard. Is that a bad thing? That sounds it sounds like an insult. It do, oh, it is an insult. Yeah, yeah okay, you little blackguard. Yeah. yeah. Um stall as in stall it. Will you stall yeah, it? Yeah. Stall That's it. Good one. Stall the digger. Um Gomelooch. Gomelooch? Uh Go- describes an, an Egypt or a fool. My dad used to do it use it all the time from Brenda. Gomelooch. I haven't heard that one either. Gomelooch, yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Kinda rings a bell. No, I have to say no. Kinda it. does. Oh, I've it. never heard that one. Um, Not ringing a bell for me. But look, I'm on board. Yeah. DJ said Bigara. Bigara. Is that a Midlands thing? I haven't heard of any of these. You never heard of Bigara? Uh, Bigara and Bigosh. Or I don't that, know if that's a Midlands thing. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah. sounds like a West thing. It could be, you know, I think it could be one of those terms that, um, you know, movies in America used years ago. As in uh, when an Irish person was speaking. Ah, Bigara. Bigara mm. and Bigosh. And kind of crept into our own uh, vocabulary maybe Oliver Rath said uh, Guan I like that yeah, one yeah no that, that's, G a, that's a common enough one W-A-N yeah kind of similar to um, like Khmer Khmer like yeah C we had that already M-E-R-E Khmer or Mir yeah Mir is also yeah even to shorten it more or one as in your one yeah you know your one W-A-N though yeah or your man not your one word your one your one Damien said uh, it should be said uh, all at once Asherlock Asherlock Yeah that, that could Asherlock. actually be its own word Asherlock. It's kind of used to finish conversations where you go Asherlock It's like yeah it's, it's similar are. enough yeah. to the Irish right you know as you get up to leave Asherlock <laughs> yeah, yeah. has a similar effect <laughs> Right that's it Yeah right. slap, slap the knees yeah. you're gone See you now good luck um, Caroline said yoke should be in the dictionary as yeah. in we refer to everything well, as a yoke yeah see all, all you have to do is add a second definition for the word yoke that already exists 
exactly there's a few of them all right that we can just yeah like uh, another one in here is jacks you know uh not, not run the name jacks. yeah no toilet <laughs> <laughs> um like soft as in soft day yeah that's another one coming in um let me see mike and clara said um uh no main no main as in no main no, what I mean, oh, do you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, what I mean. No, yeah. mean. Should yeah. be a Actually, word. put the word main in as well instead of mean. You're right. Yeah. You're mad. He's his main. Yeah. Davil, he's his main. You've got, you've got the Irish bowled as well instead of bold. That's right. Yeah, yeah. bowled. Yeah, yeah. Bowled. I like that. Yeah. But that's a yeah, main or tight. That could be in there as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. He's as tight. If he, if he found a crutch, he'd break his foot to get his money's worth. <laughs> We're obsessed in this country with people who are tight with money, aren't yeah. we? It's just tight. He's just man. What not spend Christmas tighter than a camel's arse in a sandstorm? You, you know, know what I mean? That? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. Um, ah, ah, look, ah, look, Cameron, look, 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 Right, let's see you at nine. Hour right, here. go on, get out of here. Good, Good luck. <laughs> Breakfast with Peter Dunn on Midlands 103. Weekday mornings from 6.30am. These are the highlights. Let's give you some gossip, by the way. Colleen Rooney said she was really shocked at how big the reaction was to her post about Rebecca Vardy, which led to a high-profile libel battle. No, you weren't shocked. You knew it was going to be huge. Come on now. Come on. She claimed on Instagram back in 2019 that her fellow footballer's wife was a source behind three false stories in the newspapers. And speaking on BBC's The One Show, she said she feels like a massive cloud has been lifted. Now it's all over with. Now it's all over with and you sold the rights to the TV show. (laughs) Actually, speaking of TV shows, the makers of The Crown have released images from the upcoming series showing the romance between Princess Diana and Dodie Fayette. So the series will examine the final weeks of Diana's life before her death in a Paris car crash back in 1997. So the first installment of the Royal Drama will come out next month. But the final episode's airing in December. I wasn't mad about the last episode, the last series, you know that? I kind of... I, I faded away from it. I don't think we've even finished the last series. There you go. I probably will have to watch this just so to give it its conclusion. It's the last series of The Crown. And here, you know, so I hate throwing out stuff like old toys and memorabilia from yesteryear and all that kind of stuff because I always imagine I'll be in a situation like this lad found him in because a model aircraft from the original Star Wars film that was found in a garage has sold at an auction for over 2.8 million euro so the model had been missing for decades but it's now the most expensive prop from the franchise to be sold it was found in the collection of Hollywood model maker uh, Greg Jen, who died last year at the age of 76. 2.8 million. Lads, when she's telling you to get rid of that old rubbish and the stuff you've hung on to, yeah, could build your new house. I'm telling you. Hang on to it, lads. Fight your corner. David. Peter. These facts of fantastic nature await you. Okay, let's do it. David, do you have a pet? No. You're not, well, maybe you should get a cat. Uh, I had a cat growing up. I like cats. Oh, good. Because cats, cat owners may be less likely to have heart attacks. You know that? 
I did not know that. As owning a cat has been shown to reduce stress and anxiety. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, well, that, I, I'm sure a lot of dog people would disagree, but mm-hmm. um, okay, cool. But cats will just find another way to kill you anyway, so don't worry about it. They're, They're always plotting, plotting your downfall, always aren't plotting. they? Always plotting. You can tell by the look at them. Yeah. Um, do you know spending at least 60 minutes in conversation with someone you care about for uh, an hour before bed can help you sleep peacefully? There you go. That's nice. That's fantastic. That's really nice. I like that. Okay, that explains why I sleep so well, Peter. Ah, uh, there you go. Is she listening? But she'll be told about it anyway. I'll send her a recording of it. Do it's please, fine. Just yeah. so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, in 2008, three people in the US named their child Mushroom. Mmm. Wow. One must wonder, were they consuming mushrooms? Indeed. Not the regular ones now, you know what I mean, at the time. I uh, I, I can never get over Chris Martin and uh, his wife, who's more famous, um, calling their child Apple. Apple, that's right, yeah. After that amazing company who make phones. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, do you know an owl has three eyelids? Yeah, one for blinking, yeah. one for sleeping, and one for keeping the eye clean. All right, so they actually probably have six, like one for each. Exactly, one for yeah, each, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it'd be weird if the like one between two. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my mind was at half oh, eight goodness. this morning. Do you have your coffee yet, David? I did. Maybe yeah. a second one is in order. Yeah. Well, do you know what the problem was? David was eating cupcakes at seven o'clock this morning. <laughs> He was he was consuming cupcakes. Wished. <laughs> there was there was someone left a note on my computer oh, no, right. saying that there were cupcakes in the fridge and like my brain just said coffee and cupcakes. <laughs> Seven o'clock this morning. Um, fair play to you, David. I admire you. Well, I'm buzzing. Yeah. I know, <laughs> At least like for the it. next ten minutes. <laughs> Do you know blueberries can help your memory? <laughs> no, that is pretty good. You should try them at seven o'clock in the morning, David. Yeah. As opposed to. Sugary cupcake. Yeah. yeah. I'm just raging I didn't get any. Blueberry icing I'll try for sure. <laughs> Give it a bash. Purple as a fruit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, do you know it's estimated only 8% of the world's currency exists in a physical form. The rest is digital. God almighty. Wow, 8%. So 92% of currency is digital. That is amazing. Well, come here. I was getting a cash out uh, yesterday because... Um, I had to pay a fiver to run a race last night mm-hmm. in, in, up in the Tullamore Harriers. Fair play to you. Um, so you get the you get the the tenner or the twenty out of the ATM, uh, then you go up to the till yeah. and like buy chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And and the, the, even the person behind the till, we both acknowledge the novelty of this. She's like, oh, and what way do you want the change? As if we're talking about like you know when we went from punts to euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's starting to become like that. It's. Uh, yeah. It's a strange world. It's funny, yeah, when you hand somebody cash, they kind of look at you and go, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, oh, or fine. if you go to paying cash, they, like, cancel the card thing they've already set up. You're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, more work to do now, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, come on. <laughs> um, let's give you one more. Scientists have figured out a way to unboil an egg. Uh, now. What? <laughs> they've figured out a way to unboil an egg. That is amazing. Uh, tell I, me more. Well, I thought only Chuck Norris could unboil Indeed, an egg, to yeah, be honest yeah. with you, or unscramble an egg, one or the other. But now scientists have done it, so fair play. No, but we don't know how they're doing it. No, we don't know how. No, not a clue. no, no, we just have to take their word for it. Get this show in full Monday to Friday from six thirty a.m. to nine on Midlands One O Three. So David Attenborough says children should be given more opportunities to observe and understand the natural world. The ninety-seven-year-old returns on Sunday. 
for the third installment of his hit series Planet Earth. It'll be shown at an earlier time slot than usual, which I think is good. Because that means more children will be able to watch it. Um, we just had music from Hosier a few minutes ago on Brandy Carlisle. Well, Brandy Carlisle is going to be joining the likes of Ariana DeBose and loads of other stars for the new series of Sesame Street. They're in their 54th season. 54th season. It airs in more, hun- uh, more than 150 countries. And it's going to come to Max next month, the streaming site. And Jada Pinkett Smith said that her husband Will Smith and herself are working hard on healing their relationship after separating back in uh, 2016. So the couple um, have obviously been in the spotlight since uh, Will Smith stormed the stage and hit poor old Chris Rock a schmack. And Jada told NBC's Today Show that it has been a journey. At the end of the day, Will and I love each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to really figure out what we, what wanted we wanted before we went into the world to say what was going on because we were in such, you know, we were just kind of in this very fragile place. And so now we're just super solid. Mm. And now she has memoirs coming out. There you go. That's a coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> I'd say when he went up and smacked him on stage, she said, you know something? If I write a book, it'd be worth a fortune. Oh my you know Chase and Abby play right now. On the banks of the roses, me love a nice at that. Breakfast with Peter Dunn on Midlands 103. Weekday mornings from 6.30am. These are the highlights. Did you hear about the uh, mummified man who finally received the proper burial after being on display at a funeral home in the US for 128 years, Cameron? I'm going to be honest with you, Peter. Mm. I have not heard about that. He died in a local jail in Pennsylvania back in 1895, right? And he was accidentally, now accidentally mummified by a mortician experimenting with new embalming techniques. How do you get accidentally... I don't know how you... Like, come on. Accidentally. So uh, he was dressed in a suit and a little bow tie and his hair and teeth still intact. He'd been laid out in an open coffin until authorities decided he should be respectfully laid to rest. Do you know <laughs> After what his, 128 after, years. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what his name is? Go on. Stone Man Willie. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. His name is Stone Man Willie. You're telling me lies. <laughs> I kid you not. I am I am looking this up right now. I yep. don't believe it. Oh Google my God. it. Google Stone Man Willie. Oh my God. Well. Well, you're, you're not lying. No, I'd never lie to you, Cameron. No. Rule number is, one. What? Yeah, there he is with a little bow tie and his hair and his teeth. Big smile on him. Why, why didn't they just leave him alone? <laughs> oh, he's very scary looking. He is, yeah. I know, yeah. A, I know he's a mummy, but... Stone, Stone... It sounds like a nickname for somebody you know, isn't it? Stone Man Willie. It sounds like the, the guy from um, The Simpsons. Stone Man... Oh, um, Groundskeeper Willie. Groundskeeper Willie, yeah. But I think we all know Stone Man Willie, don't we? Well... Somebody <laughs> who probably works in the building trade. Or something. Stone Man. <laughs> did you ring Stone Man, did you? St- Willie! Willie, come here, will you? Willie, you Freaking Manny turned up to the funeral. <laughs> um... Well, he's no family, so I don't know. Well, you know, he could have great, great, great grandkids. Well, if they did, they would have got him buried a long time before. That's a good point. That. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Will we go visit Willie? <laughs> he's hanging Excuse around me? there. Will we go visit who? <laughs> he's on display. <laughs> Actually, no, no. I tell you what we have to do. We even make an ad for this lad. Because he does sound like a local tradesman. Hold on there. Bear with me. You ready for this? I'm bearing with you. Let's let's do this. Okay, let's give him some music. Okay, it have to be music like this, you know. 
Sounds like a 1970s detective. Yeah, exactly. Do you need a headstone? Do you need work done to an existing headstone? Call me, Stoneman Willie. Do you need a wall built? Call me, Stoneman Willie. Stoneman Willie shows up for a job three hours late (laughs) with a hangover and a half-eaten breakfast roll. He always gets it done. He does. And Stoneman Willie only works cash in hand due to a disagreement with revenue. (laughs) Remember, if it has a stone, you need Stoneman Willie. (laughs) I'm telling you, we all know a Stoneman Willie in our life, don't we? (laughs) If not, then you need a Stoneman Willie in your life. Well, you're missing the music. You can get the show in full weekday mornings from 6.30am on Midlands 103. Few you texting in thinking I'm messing about Dublin Airport. No, I'm... Honestly, there is a new artificial intelligence shop um, that's opened up in Dublin Airport. It's called the Dublin Town to Go Outlet. It's in Terminal 1. Check it out. It's in Arrivals and it's going to sell everything from like coffee, pastries, cereals, toiletries, all that kind of stuff. And there will... It'll just be um, AI generated. So it'll be like automatic. There'll be robots everywhere. There'll be little cameras looking down to make sure you're not nicking anything. You know what I mean? But what I want to know is... Is it Irish artificial intelligence that's running the shop? You know what I mean? Where does the artificial intelligence come from? Because you can imagine if it is... You imagine you're in, in the supermarket. There you are. You're tipping away. And then you go up pay for something and all of a sudden you're met with well how are you I'm grand not a bother at all shocking weather out isn't it oh it's terrible yeah it's terrible now in fairness I think it's supposed to dry up come the weekend though you know alright okay yeah that's fine go anywhere nice in your holidays no I went to went to Mallorca with the wife and kids it's about to hide that a chicken roll yeah why now judging by the looks of you you should be cutting down on the chicken rolls go back over there and get an old salad for yourself now that's the best thing you can do go on with you one, one. Judgmental computer. Get this show in full Monday to Friday from 6.30am to 9 on Midlands 103. Are you making toast this morning? Because if you are, how you spread butter on your toast apparently tells a lot about your personality. So human behaviour experts say gliders who glide the knife over the bread for an even spread are an easygoing and common nature person. I often try and do what, what you see them on the ad you know the, the ad for the butter and they glide the butter line never works for me never those who spread butter all the way in, across the slice including the crust are methodical and organised now and clumpers clump, are you a clumper? do you leave clumps on the toast? well you are sporadic and you think outside the box so well done or <laughs> You're left with a hand, a palm full of butter because you've just cut through the bread with the hard butter. That's why I always say, leave the butter out of the fridge. If you use proper butter, leave it out. Don't fridge the butter. Leave it out. Leave it out now. Leave it out of the fridge. Otherwise, it just turns into like a rock. You have to put a lump of that butter from the fridge in between two slices of freshly popped toast and let it melt for about two minutes until you can use it. You know what I mean? But people who smother the bread with butter have a happy disposition and they see the best in life. So if you're the type who um, your toast is just swimming in butter, 
then you have a happy disposition and you see the best in life. And chances are you have very high cholesterol. <laughs> Damage gets done. Hosier Brandy Carlisle, Midlands 103. Morning, it's Peter with you. Quarter past eight on this Thursday morning. Starting to bright up now all across Midlands. So I asked you there a few minutes ago. You go home, you see the dog has a bunny rabbit lying motionless in the garden. You know the neighbour keeps bunnies, what do you do? Well, one person has gone viral for their story they've shared on X slash Twitter. It said, just got home and my dog is laying on the back decking covered in dirt with a rabbit in her mouth. The rabbit's not bloody, just dirty. Now, my neighbour's kids raises these blue ribbon winner rabbits and I instantly knew it was one of those rabbits so I took the rabbit away from my dog I rushed inside washed all the dirt off the rabbit before my neighbours could come home it was stiff but I heard some animals play dead when they were afraid and I couldn't remember which animal because I was just nervous I took it and placed it back in one of the cages then I zoomed back home not 30 minutes later I heard my neighbours screaming so I go out to ask them what's wrong they tell me that their rabbit died three days ago and they buried it, but now it's back in the cage. <laughs> oh, what would you do? <laughs> would you own up? You know, would you say, look, look, sorry, but... Or would you let your neighbour think that they had a zombie bunny rabbit? What do you think? <laughs> I think I'd go with the zombie option. No radio? It's fine. You can get the full show Monday to Friday from 6.30am to 9 on midlands103.com or you can download the free app from, I don't know, wherever you get your apps, I suppose. So apparently we're a bunch of misery guts, Cameron. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Peter, we, we, have you ever <laughs> talked to us? We're so grumpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, our conversations are like the two guys from the Muppets or in the, the watching the stage and just giving out about everything. You probably never watched them up. It's one of my saying. I I have not okay, watched them. Well, well, I am familiar go. with it. I am actually familiar with with the two fellas who give out. But it seems we've dished out broken biscuits, stale crisps, carrots, and cough sweets to kids for Halloween. What? To trick or treaters? Yep. Me some and you? People, no, 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 not me and you. God no. Okay. Uh, some people gave trick or treaters whatever they have lying around in the house, Is and it? a survey of uh, 61% of kids from the Midlands says Halloween was their best time of year but almost half were disappointed with the quality of treats handed out like hard toffees broken biscuits old mints are at the top of offending treats what was the worst thing you got at the door when you were trick-or-treating I hated getting fruit yeah nobody wants an apple come no, on like okay look I get I get where people are going when they give children fruit on yeah, Halloween oh, but come on. that's not what they're there for no they're there for chocolate and I mean the good chocolate Proper stuff. The Mars yeah. bars. Yeah. The dairy milks. Give us out to Cadbury's. Give us a whisper. Proper stuff. Absolutely. And don't don't give out nuts as well. Or no, Too uh, many boys don't and never give out actual nuts. Have allergies anyways. I, but just Peter, their, I their crap anyways. I want to change my answer. Nuts are the worst thing you can get on Halloween. Absolutely. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's just... They're so crazy. bad. It's such a ridiculous thing to give children. Um, also, what, mm-hmm. if, what if kids have peanut allergy? Exactly. You, you, Anybody with allergies and like that, so yeah. common nowadays, just don't do it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <sighs> don't do it. Um, God, show show a bit of spirit for Halloween. Uh, yeah, just proper it chocolate. It doesn't cost that much money to get a decent bit of chocolate. <laughs> Spend 20 quid. Cameron, you seem bruised by this. What I did you bruised. get at the door that was the worst thing, can you think? 
Oh, Peter, I have to. Nuts are mm-hmm. oh, nuts are so bad. They, they, they. I'm actually, I'm almost in tears in here. <laughs> I can I'm hear really, it in your I'm voice. Really actually, it it used to annoy me so much because not only okay, would they just throw a pile of nuts into your bag, the nuts break, and then they get mm-hmm. all over the rest of your your actual yeah. good and chocolate. And apart from everything, they're not tasty. They're no, not they're not. Nice. They're horrible. They're not. Do you know what we used to do with the nuts? Throw them in the bin. Oh, throw them at people. Oh God! Don't do that either. Yeah, we used to, we used to take them out, and you know, you know, when you're like pooling it all up on the table, mm-hmm. like your your collection, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it'd be like me and say five of the lads or whatever. And instead of putting the nuts on the table with the rest of the good chocolate that the decent folk in the Midlands give mm-hmm. out, we would just throw the nuts at each other because <laughs> all they're good for. Yeah, good for nothing. Good, good for, for nothing. nothing. Good yeah. for throwing. So other things that have been revealed are carrots that've been given out. Uh, what rice cakes? Cough sweets are more uh, quote unquote treats yeah, that have been given out, treats. and uh, almost one in ten kids have rejected treats. So they said, "No, no, thanks, don't want." I do, I've never rejected them. I've always been a little bit too nice to just yeah, say no. But you know, I have wanted to. I have wanted to say, "Look, get your act together. I'll, I'll come back in an hour." Um, I can see in time, kids will be going around with one of those portable card readers. You just tap your card. Just tap your card for Revolute me, me a, four, a four euro there exactly. and I'll go get my own chocolate <laughs> because you know inflation's going to have a price of a dairy milk at a fiver in a couple of years. Exactly, yeah, and I'll sort it out myself. Thank yeah. you. Or a QR code under bucket. You can just if scan it, that. If a child ever comes up to a door and asks me to tap my card, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not do it. Well, the worst thing I've ever seen given at Halloween was my kids came back with a load of chocolates and bits and bobs hmm. and we emptied them out and he was can I get them at the door? And somebody gave, um, by accident, I presume, my kids a packet of Rizla papers. Like for, for cigarettes, like? Yes. <laughs> what? Happy Halloween. There you go. You're joking. I swear to God. Hand on heart. Whoever that was. I, I you, can know, only you know, assume everyone has that bowl inside the house where yeah. like, they put their keys and all. <laughs> they were just like, oh, I've no chocolate. Here, have this. Have this, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I have a plant. <laughs> did, did you find out who it was from? I yeah yeah yeah, but and I assume it was an accident. Right, you didn't yeah. have any words, so no, no, no. I'll assume <laughs> if it happens again this year, there'll be words. There they will come be back words. with filters. <laughs> <Honest God. laughs> Camera judging nine. Yeah, Good luck. Well, you're missing the music. You can get the show in full weekday mornings from six thirty a.m. on Midlands one hundred three. One Republic, I ain't worried, Midlands 103. Good morning and welcome to Monday. 12 minutes past 8 on the 16th of the 10th. Kicking it all off with Madonna. Um, she kick-started her uh, world tour in London over the weekend. And the Sicone family heritage seems to be in safe hands. As five of the pop queen's kids played a major role in the opening night of her celebration tour in London. Her daughter Mercy played piano beautifully on Bad Girl. Her son David was afforded a starring role on guitar for various songs, including Don't Tell Me. And the real highlights were 11-year-old twins, Esther and Stella, who DJed and struck a pose during Vogue. And eldest daughter Lourdes scored their dance routines with a 10, uh, with a giant card. Actually, hold on there for a second. Madonna got the the son on guitar and Mercy, the daughter on piano, the twins to DJ, lowers to hold up a scorecard. She's doing it on the cheap, isn't she? She is. 
You imagine the kids going back to Madonna now going, Ma, Ma, am I going to get paid for that gig? Paid? Now give birth to you. You live my house rent free for years. And they feed you water. You get out looking for money. Get out. Tell you. Madge is doing it on the cheap. She is. Today is World Dictionary Day. And I'm asking you the question, what words we use in the Midlands should be in the dictionary? Porgin Cousin said, gum bean. Gum bean should be in the dictionary. You gum bean, you. you g- <laughs> uh, Jack said, soft should be in the dictionary, as in, it's a soft day. Yeah, I agree with that one. Paul said, uh, come here should be in the dictionary, as in, come here or mere. Mere to me, will you? Come here to me, mere to me. What do you think? 083 103 Text or WhatsApp me right now. What what words do we use in the Midlands that are not in the dictionary but you think should be in the dictionary? 083 103 when you text and when you WhatsApp and I'm going to get your music from Go West next. Feel good mornings. Breakfast with Peter Dunn. Midlands 103. Midlands 103's farming forecast gives those who... 